0: But oh, la oh, Wow, we la <laughs> welcome la la. the world. la la the la to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in and around God's beautiful blue-green orb that we call Planet Earth. I'm your dad, Michael Dupree. Lauren has a SpongeBob, bob ice cream ice
1: but he's more like Doodle Bob because his eyes are off to the side. <laughs> it's horror. I didn't know that people our age still uh, still ate ice
0: cream like that.
2: Oh, I'll, I'll I'll occasionally stop the uh, the ice cream man and uh, get an ice cream. It's usually uh it's usually something like she has. I like those kind of shits.
1: Really, I was yep. I was gonna go to Mickey D's, but what's what's the 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 answer of why I couldn't get fucking ice cream at Mickey D's? Oh, their machine was, was down.
2: Yeah, ice cream machine broke.
1: The one in Ferndale is normally really good, but they have dropped a DiBala today for the right. pregnant girl guys
0: welcome back to the Mike of the pre-variety hour today I have an announcement a bit of an announcement to make is we're in a, a weird spot with the Mike of the pre variety hour because I have come to the, the realization the internal realization that to me the, the format of the show uh, as an you know an art showcase show um, we feature feature art artists every week and, and everything um, the format of I don't know if the word stale is is uh, the right word, I but I, it's just I don't know I don't know it's uh, not I, I want to try something new I guess with the with the show take it in a new direction um, not that I don't want to have artists uh, again in the future uh, but I think I want to uh, take it away from it being the main focus of the show I want to make the show. You know, we've done chill chats in the past where we just have like friends on, Uh, you know, we had one just a couple weeks ago with the two people who are on today. Um, And I just, I really enjoy doing the show like that. Uh, I've been really enjoying just having like casual conversations. Uh, Maybe we just bring on some new segments. I I put out an ask uh, for some like uh, stuff for a segment we'll be doing a little bit later. Um, and I don't know, I think I'm just, I, I feel like the types of podcasts, casts that I listen to uh, have kind of, you know, even some of those podcasts like have gone from being like interview shows where they have like interesting people like um, artists and, and comedians and stuff like that on and interview them about what's going on with them. And they've uh, shifted more towards just being kind of conversational they usually just have the same people on, uh, but yeah. And I've just been enjoying that kind of content more. So, uh, you know, I'm going to be buckling down a little bit. We're not going to have the same co-hosts and and guests on every time, but I think you can expect to see a lot of the same people start to rotate out, you know, Lauren and Ray, who are today's guests. Um, I am, I am willing to bet that they will be even more frequently on the show. Um, as the sole guests in the future. Um, I'm thinking that we're still going to have character guests on uh, as well, but I don't know. I wanted, I just wanted to spend some time, be candid with you guys I, and just be honest that I'm not sure what, what the direction of the show is going to be uh, I'm just kind of figuring it out. It's kind of a new, Think of it as a new season of the, the so season two has begun of the Michael the Pre variety. hour, episode one hundred and
1: eighty nine. Right. I was gonna say, is a season two or? <laughs>
0: it,
2: this is a lot like how Hulu puts all the uh, One Piece arcs together. Like season two is like hundred episodes long, and it's like actually like three arcs. <laughs> like, yeah. So this is how Michael the Dupree- variety hour works it's like yeah, it several easy. arcs are in one season I, I
0: mean a lot of the iterations of the show were kind of figured out before the podcast it started as a podcast you know like when the michael dupree variety hour first started it was the michael dupree variety half hour at wayne radio and <laughs> it was me just nervously being like oh okay um here's a sketch that me and my brother recorded in a in an okay office.
2: <laughs> okay you were not that nervous you were pretty confident Dude, back no, then.
0: You, no, I, no 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 you're thinking of when I started. I remember game. you, dude. Go to my website. I have some old episodes of Michael the Brave Friday hour, half okay. hour. up. I okay. am, I am reading entirely off of a script. Yeah, he's it pretty is,
1: robotic. And I'm
0: very. It's like it's bad. Once I once I started, once I lost the script and just started being like <sighs> candid. That's when I you know, started to pick it up. But you I, know,
2: I do remember. I do remember you. We having a conversation about that of the, you ditching the script, and I the do. The show that was
0: now. was primarily sketches that the three of us and a couple friends, uh, Claire and Claire. And, a, and a few other people, would record. And it was that we would record like when it was a half hour, and when it first became the, the hour. We would record just like seven sketches mm-hmm. and it would be like a, maybe a minute of me talking in between and and when it was a half hour i would like stitch them together with like it'd be like a theme around that week so like this week's theme is friendship and i'd be like what is a friend is a friend so-? it was like not What's comedic at all it was like it was really weird uh so that was the initial iteration of the show and then it became the michael the free variety hour started to have character guests on and uh, I started to loosen up a bit, um, and but I still didn't have a lot of art artist guests on. Maybe every now and again, I, I started to get more confidence. Uh, but then yeah. when it became a podcast, it you know, f- save for like you know times where we had we would have just character guests and and, and stuff on, it was pri- it's primarily become an art showcase show. And while I still think that the Detroit uh, art like music scene is worth showcasing and uh and supporting and seeking out artists um you know and I think especially like in this time of COVID like it's just I don't know if it's hard but I don't know I've just been wanting to try a new direction with the show for a while um something that I feel like I would be more inclined to listen to myself um so you know I think it's always good to, to try new directions with the show so yeah again I'm not entirely sure what the future of the show. I mean, we're gonna to continue to do the show. Um, I mean, we've done the show every day, every Monday, for the last 189 weeks, except for the one week where we had to miss because the door was broken. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Not, I'm not stopping. Um, but yeah, the show is gonna be a little different. If you have ideas for, uh, for how you, if you have feedback for like what you've been enjoying about the show, uh, ideas for what the show might could, new segments, uh, anything like that tweet at me at michael dupree vh or go to the michael dupree variety hour facebook page or instagram or just message that's- me directly or email me at michael dupree variety hour
1: at gmail.com well i know you want you were saying that you wanted more of a um like an audience like interaction yeah with, there's which, I, I don't
0: there's not a lot of audience interaction on any of the, the yeah media, but that's I don't prompt it. I've ne- I hardly ever prompt it other than the bit that I do just say tweet at me at Michael Pre VH, but I don't, Yeah. I don't, I don't, you know, I need to kind of pick up my social media game. Uh, Which anyway, I can help I'm with. Looking out podcasts and, and stuff like that. You're so uh, sh- I can help with that.
1: Yeah. Especially um, like on Instagram, I liked what you did with the, like you asked people to do, yeah. like, you had, like, your if little you, box. You should I, do that a I lot.
0: Need, I need so much help with my Instagram, like, stories. I can help. Stuff. I'm so
1: good at Instagram. I'm
0: so bad. I'm particularly bad at the stories. Like, I, I don't know that I'm bad at it. I just haven't gotten, like, tried to get good at
1: it, I guess. Yeah, no, so. we can work on You're a pro, Lauren. I'm pretty do good you, at the Do you have
0: admin privileges to in the Instagram? I don't remember.
1: You had given me it, but when I got my new phone, I don't think it's on here anymore.
0: So. Anyway. Uh. But- Great. Well, I'm glad you guys enjoyed this logistic discussion. I hope you guys enjoyed this logistic baby. Discussion. Uh, so yeah, uh, you know I, you know I'm get I'm like I said, Lauren and Ray will probably, will will likely be the default other guests on the show. Uh, but we will mix it up. You know, Michael the Variety Hour is all about variety, baby. So we'll have variety uh, other friends and stuff on the show. We'll have new guests. We'll we'll have artists on again. Uh, don't worry, that's not entirely going away. Um, but I just, like I said, want to try something new with the show. But let's uh, move on. If you have never listened to the Mike of the Pre Variety Hour before, it is the world's only mandatory podcast. Uh, so, um, welcome back. Know, welcome back uh, <laughs> from your long sleep. <laughs> uh, it's 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 good to see you. I hope I hope your head doesn't hurt. My head. <laughs> oh, my head. So how have you how have you guys been? Have you anything what's new in life? I'm still pregnant. Lauren is
2: so pregnant. I am too.
0: Uh, Raymond's not, Lauren, not, not pregnant. Lauren Lauren is due in uh September a little, a little over 2 months.
1: Yeah. Which is yep. It's uh it's getting more and more serious. I have I have a well serious be... is,
0: serious serious the word
1: it's it's getting more serious, like as far as like pain ah. and like feeling, because like you don't feel the baby for like the first. I mean, depending on the woman. Like I felt Anders like between like four and a half five months, but some women don't feel the baby till after that.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: like you don't feel like you don't really feel pregnant. Like you're if you like like in my case I was nauseous and stuff, but you don't feel that like weight of being pregnant and now I'm you know I'm getting to where I'm almost seven months pregnant so the the weight has been going and I'm getting those Braxton Hicks contractions and those aren't very funny there so what is that so those are basically they're not like they don't hurt or anything but your so stomach like spasms? well yeah like kind of your stomach contracts and that was, like, I had Jeff fill my, uh, my stomach this morning, and it was just rock hard. It was not, it's not comfortable, but it, it's not, like, painful, where actual contractions are painful.
0: Dwayne the Rock Hard Johnson? <laughs>
1: yeah, those are the they're names called, of my Braxton Hicks.
2: <laughs> they're called Braxton Hicks uh, contractions?
1: You've never heard of Braxton Hicks before? I feel like no, I've heard that sounds, before. It
2: sounds like a country singer. Like a-
1: no, <laughs> it does. No, those are... The, I mean, an, every a, woman, a, a
0: famous country singer Braxton Hicks
1: comes to your house and just goes, ain't, can't. I mean, it's pretty much the same amount of uh, discomfort. So, <laughs> fair, but, fair. Yeah. yep.
0: Well, that's- good. Uh, so, like, uh, how does it, like... Do you does it feel spooky, scary having like a little like a little gremlin growing inside your belly?
1: <laughs> um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like you have say a living spooky or scary. being
0: in your in your belly.
1: Well, I mean, like being a girl, like I always knew I was going to be pregnant, so I was like, or I mean, I like I always wanted to be pregnant at some point in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like because I was even telling Emily how like before you're pregnant, the thought of having a little thing move around inside of you is the most bizarre thought ever. Like that just sounds crazy. But then once you're actually pregnant and you feel it, you're like, Oh yeah, that feels completely natural. And like, so, I mean, there are times where like it gets scary when I'm like, oh, that's a baby that I'm going to have to raise and take care of and make sure he's not racist and like <laughs> all of this stuff. Do you have a, do you have a strategy a in shot. place
0: for determining uh, like how to make sure that doesn't happen?
1: Um, well, I've been on like, there's a lot of awesome Instagram accounts and I like, I've been researching like, cause I obviously know I'm like, I'm not a racist. So I'm not go- like, I hope that I won't pass somehow like my kid. Does a reverse or something? Um, but I've been like—it's cool to about... be
0: racist in the year 2030,
1: mom. <laughs> I've been reading. Um...
0: He's Sonic. It's just
2: Sonic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you gotta go fast. <laughs> oh my god!
2: You
1: gotta but go I've to my white pride meeting fast. <laughs> like... Oh my god, you guys are insane. I've been researching and reading like different um, ways to uh, introduce different races and cultures and things like that to where your child's not going to think it's something weird just because it's not their Mm. life. Um, that's, that's like the main thing. Like Jeff and I are very, like, we have to like allow him to have an open mind and to see, you know, things for how they really are and not, you know, in in a prejudice way. So Mm. that's what I'm, I,
0: I'm not worried about
1: your child being racist. (laughs) Thank you. Um,
0: (laughs) So and uh, so Ray, what's what's new with you? You got any uh, you got any news?
2: Um, no, not really. I mean, I've just been playing No Man's Sky, which is a very fantastic game. And if you have Game Pass, it is free on Game Pass, Microsoft Game Pass, which works for PC and uh, Xbox.
0: And you've so, uh, and that game like had a rough beginning, like it was yeah, apparently really bad at the oof. beginning. But they patched the crap out of it and, and made it something mm-hmm. good. What, what what do you like about it?
2: Um, well, I played it when it first came out. Uh, my, uh, my friend Drew had it and, uh, he had it for PC and it was bad. It was not bad, but like it was severely lacking, severely lacking in a lot of ways. It just felt hollow and like they had these weird, really weird atmospheric effects with the game. Um, that I don't know if they're still there because I'm on Xbox so I think they scaled down a lot of stuff like that you know to help it run on Xbox um, but it it was it needed a lot of work um, and apparently Sony rushed the game to release and that's why it just it, it they, need, they needed to work on it more so they finally got it all worked on and they have keep adding content and it's really good now like it feels like a full game. Um, there's something about the novelty of flying in space, exploring space, and like analyzing planets, like minerals and plants and uh, animals and stuff. Um, there's something about the novelty of that, like that just doesn't wear off, and like it's just magical, like the all the whole time. Like, and in that game, you can get like these big f- freighters and stuff, and have frigates that you like kind of like frigate uh that you can send on missions and it, they'll, they will go on missions and sometimes they'll screw up and bring something on board that like is like a corrosive acid or something and it's like
0: you're a corrosive oops. ass
2: yeah and <laughs> uh you have to fix it and like you're in space fixing it and like you can look over and there's this planet right there and it's like just like i don't know so be a sci-fi nerd it's fantastic to play that you game you have and yeah if you if you and it's also cross play and we can play with each other so uh I mean, but anyways xbox, so. yeah but if if you know someone ha- who's listening who wants to play with us as like g- doesn't have xbox Damn it is cross play. yeah uh, uh if, if, though.
0: if yeah I, you kind of sold me on it i was playing this game called the outer wilds a little bit and it's, it was like I a lot say. of people uh it was good it was a lot of people's like game of the year last year uh, but I kind of lost, I don't know, I, I just kind of lost interest in it after a while. I think I'd seen an, enough and I was like, okay, I get it. But it's this really, it's got kind of wonky physics. Like it's like a space travel game. Like Death Stranding uh, but it's like a really physics small, or? No, it's better than that. It's like it, once you get used to it, they make sense. Uh, but it's kind of like cartoony space travel kind of thing. And it's really interesting. Oh. And if you're really interested in kind of like uncovering mysteries and it's its not as big of a scope a game as like No Man's Sky is. It's like one Are you talking about system. Outer Worlds? No, I'm talking about Outer Wilds. Really? There's a
2: game called Outer Wilds that's also a space game.
0: That also came out like, like in the same two months as like Outer Worlds did. Yeah.
2: That's so weird. I thought Outer Wilds was like a, like a woods survival game. For it looks like when it when you
0: when you first look at it, it does. But it, yeah, it's actually a space travel game. But it's oh. good. I, I would recommend people check it out, even though I lost interest in it. But yeah. Uh, any other like any movies or anything that anyone's watched? It's been interesting lately. Last night. Yesterday, I watched two movies that are so different uh, that it's unreal. I watched Green Room uh, with okay. uh, Anton Yelchin. Is that his name? And yeah. uh, emojin yeah. Poots, the world's funniest last name. Uh, mm-hmm. And Patrick Stewart. Um, Patrick you, guys, you guys seen that movie?
2: No, no, no. Not. no. It's, it's i really not. It's really
0: good. It's gory as hell. Um, but it's like these like punks, like. These, like, punk kids end up having to, like, fight a bunch of Nazis. Um, and it's really good. It's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, and then I also watched A Bug's Life. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I like,
1: definitely watched a couple different movies,
0: Michael. <laughs> as I'm falling asleep. Uh, I was, like, because, I don't know, I've just been, like, a couple nights ago, I was, like, falling asleep, and I wanted to watch Toy Story, and I ended, ended up just watching the whole thing. Um, and this time I'm like, I want to watch another Pixar movie. And I haven't seen Bugs Life in a really long time. And I noticed that when I watched, when I was watching it, I really like a Bugs Life. Uh, after rewatching it, I don't, I, I didn't like it as much as I remembered liking it as a kid.
1: Yeah. It was Uh, like one of your favorites as a kid.
0: Yeah. But I remember, I realized that most of my memory of that movie is from the cutscenes in the video game.
1: That's actually funny because- they because took- I had watched it too, and I'm like, I don't, I like, where are the parts that I remember? And that's funny that you say that.
0: It's like I remember like uh, the the part where like he's like flying away on like the dandelion, yep. and they're like saying goodbye, and then he hits the rock, and they go, he's gonna die.
1: Yeah. And
0: uh, yeah, just like a, like all like the moments that they cut out of the movie and just put in the video game. That game was good. All right, the PS1 was, was a good platformer. Game.
2: Yeah, that was a good platform. It was fun. It was
0: really good. It was like a learning curve to figure out what the heck you're supposed to do because it's got, got some kind of some complicated mechanics. But uh, uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I loved that game. Um, what about you guys? Any any good movies you've been watching lately?
1: Um, Jeff and I watched the newer Child's Play like a few Uh-oh. days ago.
2: Mark Hamill plays uh, Chucky in that. Does he? Yeah.
1: Oh my God. Yeah, I guess he does. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Not
0: good. What is it about, like, new horror movie reboots that are just not good?
1: Well, I don't know. Like, I gave it, because, you know, I do the letterbox like you. Um, I gave it three stars because, like, the scary and horror aspect of the movie was good. Like, oh, hello, Claire. Claire's saying hello. Welcome. Um, That's my fiance you feel sick
2: yeah partner um,
1: like the like the horror i like the music was spot on they really had some good music um, the acting wasn't like bad it was it was okay and like the the like aspects of like you, like you pretty much have to change your perspective on like perspective on a creepy toy going and killing a bunch of people because like we all know how silly that sounds but, like, the way that they do it in this one, he's he's almost like your little neighbor, like, the little Chucky doll is almost like your neighbor, like, five-year-old kid that you don't like, but you're like, oh, his mom is really sweet. Like, his parents are nice, so I'm gonna be friends with this little thing. And he's just this, like, annoying, weird thing to have around. That's pretty much what this doll was. <laughs> um I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's a part in it that he strangles the cat, like the the house cat. And like, that's not enough, like enough of an indication to this child. Like, oh, he's strangling my cat right in front of me. Maybe I should do something. No, he continues to hang out with the strangling doll. So it was just silly in some parts, but the horror aspect was there and the music was good. And Audrey Plaza was cool, too. So. Aubrey Plaza. I, I was oh, Aubrey. A, Aubrey.
2: I got two comments on that one, that movie, real quick. Before you. Did you watch. see it? No, I just. Uh, the reason why I'm familiar with the plot even is because I watched a Mark Hamill interview, like a couple different Mark Hamill interviews, because okay. I was nerding out on voice actors uh, on yeah. YouTube for some reason. Uh, and uh, he was talking about that movie, and he was talking about how he had a good time, blah blah blah. But like, he was talking about the direction they took they took with him uh and uh, oops um and uh he was talking about how the first one like the first like the non-reboot like the original chucky was like a doll possessed and they wanted to go in a different direction where the doll like came like all of a sudden gained or something like that yeah Yeah. and like so it's a different like aspect where and which is interesting i mean like I feel like a lot of reboots nowadays are, like, kind of hokey and... They are. I think, I don't know, maybe, I guess, expose a little bit of the, I don't know, the shittier aspects of the original, too, Um, which is why, like, I don't need... They don't don't need to make remixes of stuff. I guess with the exception of It, uh, I watched, like, the first 15 minutes of the first one, uh, like, uh, in New York on a a trip, and uh, it was... It was like right. It was like right before a different show was kept coming on. Um, AEW actually. Um, so I was watching it, and it was actually pretty interesting. Um, Those the, two are
1: good. The it's the it, are really good.
2: Yeah, the it. Um, uh, guy who plays Pennywise or whatever is Phil Sarsgaard. Uh, does some weird. I like how he has that weird ability to like make his eyes all weird shit Um, yeah
0: he He actually does a better pennywise than than tim curry
1: Curry. well he has that creepy smile that he does and he can just do he can like the way that he like can hook his mouth up like i have no idea how that guy does that because he did it on like conan or jimmy fallon or jimmy kimmel one of those shows and he just did it like as himself and it was creepy enough just with his face which he's a handsome dude and as the clown it's Ten times, a thousand times, great beer.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I really, I really am glad they actually split those movies and that they split them up into two actual yeah. movies. Because I think in the original one, it's the a original big, one, long one. it was, it was like, uh, I think they, it was they two aired movies, it. I'm pretty it was.
1: Sure. No, it was, it was two one movies? long one because they made it. I think they made it
2: like a. I thought they split it, it into two, but they, but like when I watched it, they put it together, and it was like watching like like a lord of the rings movie but like a horror like yeah. version of it so it was like oh like so like it like it took a lot of endurance to finish it you uh, know it's like that's it, a 12 year old or whatever i first watched it
0: i guess it's kind of considered a mini series that's it,
1: what i was gonna say it's it, like is, mini-series. Yeah, it's, it is a mini series
2: yeah but it was two like, episodes it came, it came out in like 91 or 92 so i was I, when yeah. i watched it it was i rent we rented it from blockbuster as a vhs or whatever and uh and no, we owned My it. buddy had it. No, no. Uh, I think I first watched it with Matt Lanchner. We had did a not co- own that. Mom and Dad of, didn't watch it. Yeah, that no, kind no, of. no. We didn't. <laughs> um. Yeah, but when, yeah, when I first watched it, it was on a VHS, and it was like the whole thing, and it was it was like it took a lot of endurance to see a kid. Yeah. Because it's like, and I also not a huge fan of horror, but back then I was really into it, and uh, even back then I was like, oh, I can't deal with this. Pennywise
0: character. Yeah,
1: to me that was longer. the scariest movie ever. Well, see, I, yeah, love, no. Besides I love Pet Cemetery. Tim Curry's Pennywise, but Yeah, no, I was actually going to talk about Pet Cemetery because I like, you know, I've seen both of the originals um and then I watched the remake I uh, probably a couple months ago, I can't remember now. Um and I honestly liked the remake um cuz they like it looked like they were about to go in the same direction as the original. And then it, it kind of went off and it was, it was actually really good. They didn't um, go down that road. Huh?
2: I said they didn't go down that road. South I Park mean, reference. yeah,
1: I mean, it, they, they South Park reference. get out of here. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I mean, it was just, it, 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 like, the way, it was just kind of like a modern take on the story, and um, that's why, like, of course, they use Patrick Wilson, which he's, like, the poster child for these Oh, Gunzuna, Michael Sneeze, he was on mute, but Gunzuna Um <laughs> real tight, um, buddy But yeah, they use Patrick Wilson, which he is in, like, The Conjuring, he's in Insidious um, He's in a bunch of other stuff, and I, like don't get me wrong, he's, like a, he's okay, but, like I I don't see the big hubbub over this guy. Like, I really don't. Like, you could have chosen a lot of different actors. Like, even, like, Ethan Hawke or something. Like, that would have been a good role, a good actor for that role. Ethan Hawke
0: is too high profile for crappy horror movies, Lauren.
1: He was in Sinister, which, I mean, Sinister wasn't crappy. But it can be people... Because some people will probably call Sinister crappy. Um, But also, also, Ethan Hawke was in The Freaking Purge. So you can't really... (laughs) Argue that Perch isn't too bad, but like, but I feel like those are in the same category as stuff like Insidious and Conjuring and even the newer yeah. Pet Cemetery. But but over the recent years, he
0: has become very high profile.
1: He's been doing some really. Ethan good hawk is a is a mm, I like Ethan. <laughs> um, Ethan
2: like Hawke.
0: Oh yeah uh all right guys it is time for our brand new segment Whoa. uh i don't know if this is the name of it but right now we're gonna call it ask mdvh baby. yeah uh and uh yeah so on um, we asked out on twitter facebook instagram for your questions uh your would you rather's your what ifs your q and a's your uh your advanced questions And, uh, you know, philosophical questions, thought experiments. And we got some good ones today, you guys. Uh, But if you want to contribute, if you want to ask us a question, um, use the hashtag AskMDVH, uh, and we will address your question. We will do it. All right, so we got a couple here. Let's go into it. Uh, So on Facebook, Derek might Man, Derek Maitre, M- miter. How do you say his name, Lauren? Derek Matre? Matre. Derek Maitre. It's Matre. like Matre.
1: Like he's Matre. Great.
0: Yeah. I feel bad. I don't know how to say his last name.
1: That's my boy. He was in Denver airport with me with my class troop. I miss him.
0: Uh so he asks, uh, what if storks were legitimately responsible for delivering babies and how long would it take for Amazon to monopolize that market? Not long. Seconds. Not long at all. <laughs> So yeah, like I, let's just dive into that. So what if what if storks were legitimately responsible for delivering babies? Do you think that would be a net positive or a net negative? Uh,
1: I don't know. I or, mean, as, as a pregnant woman, like I I, I kind of want to deliver my own child.
0: <laughs> really? If you had the choice, that you okay, so you still could conceive the child the same way, but in it it, it became, it, it basically, it was more like a. Uh, a sent a signal to the stork factory to start the baby factory to start producing the baby and then the store delivered it uh you wouldn't have to go through the the what was it uh the Braxton Hicks contractions
1: I in all honesty like I don't I, I like being pregnant is a really it's hard and it can be uncomfortable and painful and farty and you just want all the hamburgers and steaks you could ever want in your whole life Burger. but i wouldn't trade it i mean i love feeling my baby moving me and i i don't know i just i want that experience of delivering the baby and me you think you might feel
0: differently future. once once you, i mean if you ask me while i'm your... in
1: labor i might have a different answer but I, then after labor I mean, I don't I, like, personally. I just would want that experience with my baby. That's all.
0: Okay, but what would the positives of a of a stork delivery baby well, baby l- delivery system be? Oh, I
2: will I will give you that answer. I think because <laughs> of course. as a pregnant woman, okay, <laughs> uh, I do not want my model like figure to be oh, stressed out by a child.
1: Well, then use Even a condom
2: now, then. No, I still want a baby. So if the stork is able to deliver it for me, like, uh, hello, yeah, that's a win-win. No. What if I there don't, you could choose? I don't know. What if I could choose? Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, would, I like would maybe. What if this,
0: that was just another legitimate way to uh, have a child?
2: Okay, so, yeah, I think I would, for, like, my, my 20s into my 30s, my 30s, I would, you know, like, maybe have, like, one child and a stork born, you know? And then I think once I'm in my 50s, you know, once my model like figure has worn off, it's charm. Um, mm-hmm. And I've. Well, 50s. And you I've can't have a baby of
1: in your 50s. Um,
2: absolutely, you can. I can. Uh, have you, you can heard of stem can, cells? But it is
1: not, it's not recommended and have it doesn't happen a lot.
2: I you can. Storks are the primary
0: way of delivering babies.
2: Right. I will get regular stem cell injections in my ovaries. And my fallopios.
1: Raymond, you are a man.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm just saying, as a pregnant woman, um, that that I think it's a a viable option. But Amazon, you know, kind of encroaching on that that historic stork industry is going to cause a lot of uh, a lot of controversy. And I think Jeff Bezos eh, better be careful because people respect the storks. You know they've always been safe. they should
0: fear the storks too
2: I don't know. they might also like you know buy their own drone stoke, stork stork drone fleet, and it tricks people you know
0: so 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 if storks did become the primary way that we deliver babies, uh-huh. uh obviously Amazon would get in that market, but so would that also affect the production of the babies, so would Amazon yes. also like make Amazon choice babies?
1: Yeah, and that's why I wouldn't want to do it because your baby would come out like the Chucky from Child's Play.
2: No, I don't think. I think they'd have to. Have, they would definitely have some regulations in place. Oh, you think? You think, the private
0: you think they sector. would regulate? Well, Amazon. maybe not
2: in this country, but in other countries, they would say, you know, like the you Amazon, you are just involved in distribution. You do not make the babies. Okay, I don't trust, that's I the
0: idea, though, with like you know Amazon. You know, you know, like a movie distribution company can't own a movie theater, but now Amazon is buying a AMC theaters, or they're they're trying. I to did whatever. not hear don't that. Know. Yeah, so now they are going to be creating the movies, and and distributing them through the theaters. Uh, so who's to say that they can't distribute the babies yeah. and produce the babies? I would trust it. Have a total monopoly on baby production. So no.
2: we're gonna just for the sake of Amazon, I guess. This is making a whole other argument. Just for the sake of Amazon, we're going to shut down historic, stork-run industry. I mean, like, storks have been around since before even even uh, the Christ man himself was around, if you believe such things. Mr. You Christ. Know? Um, Mr. Christ. And then he, he was the, – the storks have been around since before uh, um, Moses, and he, he was been around before Mesopotamia. You know, Mm -hmm. before even Mesopotamia, pal, you're going to put them out because of freaking Jeff Bezos? Mm
1: -mm. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I just, I don't trust it. I don't trust any aspect of the situation. All right.
0: Well, there you go, Derek. Uh, I don't think any of us are in favor of it because we do think that Jeff Bezos would make us a problem. Now, uh, this next question comes from friend of the show, friend of the individuals on the show, uh, Darren Shelton of Planet Shelt- Ant and Darren Shelton Gaming. Um, uh, now, I think this is a question that you guys, Ray, uh, you and Nick and 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 Darren have 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 spoken about in the past. Um, so I'm curious. Yeah. I'm curious what your thoughts are on it. Uh, but also, as a woman, I am uh, interested in what Lauren's thoughts are on it. Okay. Uh, the question Darren Shelton asks is: "Dick fingers or ball toes?"
2: That wasn't the question. But all right. Uh, well, did he answer? Ask <laughs> that a second question? The question. What? Did he ask a second question?
1: There's
0: a different question. But yeah, oh, okay. he also asked this one.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, what did so you say dick, dick
1: fingers or ball toes?
2: Yes.
0: So you can
1: you either have dick fingers,
0: fingers that are dicks, or ball or toes that are are balls.
1: I think I'd go for the Baltos. Yeah. Just because. Which is like, also I my could...
0: favorite movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, just because, like, I'd be able to hide them yeah, easier. Exactly. And, like, I do yeah. work in a learning center. So, like.
2: Yeah, no, you can't be having dick fingers. That... I
1: could just put my Timberlands on and I could hide my Baltos. Yeah. Like, I couldn't really hide my dick fingers. No,
2: you couldn't. You couldn't. Yeah. I mean, it would suck to have someone step on your foot. But at the same time, like, can you imagine, like, you know, you're working at like, uh, like, a sawmill or something.
1: You know, well, see, don't work at a sawmill
0: it. if you have dick fingers. That's how they. That's the old saying.
1: But will real roots, though, they got nice ones.
2: I don't know. Like, just doing anything. Like, you know, like you, like you, you might get horny and your fingers get re- erect. Like, what huh? the
1: fuck is that? Exactly. It's. Uh, exactly. That Darren,
2: Darren Shelton answered, or. Uh, exactly
1: yeah so just mean, giving me you know, the funniest
2: look like what are you talking about
1: but like i mean you got to think about it like you know joe manganello and sofia vergara you're, you're watching the academy awards with your grandparents and then all of a sudden them two walk by and look you got you got 10 hardys ready to go
0: 10, ten i can't hardys. i truly can't believe that this is the direction that you guys have gone with this this <laughs> this one seems so obvious to me that obviously you'd want dick fingers over bald uh, no or, or no no no. yeah you'd obviously want dick fingers over bald toes because no. first of all no listen you no. can easily get gloves like mittens that you just wear
1: I wouldn't want to wear gloves gloves all the time.
0: Yeah also can, okay my hands can understand sweat. this oh my god understand this your all ten of your toes are testicles you understand <laughs> The motion of you when you step is you okay, you flat foot, you lean forward, you press all your weight onto your toes as you step off of it. I
1: don't do it on my toes, you, that's how you walk. I use the ball of my foot.
2: You, yeah, you supposed to use the ball of your toe or your ball of your foot. You, Michael no, walk toes. Right.
0: what are you talking about? When you step forward, <laughs> as you step forward, you. You what are you, you talking gotta use about? use
1: the ball of your foot. you, Michael. you got you you're supposed your to use this.
0: You're not supposed yeah. to like. No, I use understand, the pressure I understand of that. That, <laughs> that you're not using. You're not putting all your weight on your toes, but you are putting weight on your toes every time you step. You get used that to it un- after
2: a while. I'm telling Dude, you, You are would you have joking? some heart, You would have some freaking calloused balls on your ball toes. You know no. what I would get? You get You used know to what it. I'd
1: get? I'd get like I would. I'd go on at Let or me I finish. Sorry. Let me finish.
0: All right, go ahead. This question has this needed. would be ultra sensitive toes at all times you could wear gloves to cover your dick fingers you just as they say as they say the old adage goes don't work at a sawmill if you got dick fingers well, and you just get a you just get a job where you didn't have to deal with that yeah you'd have you wouldn't you wouldn't nope. you just have to wear gloves all the time but nope. dude you couldn't you couldn't kick anything because that would cripple you I don't think you could walk at all.
1: You don't well, kick with your toes, toes. up you you your up
0: your, your toes are more than what do you think your toes do
1: listen to me toes listen are to all me. about your
0: balance see? Listen. You are
1: constantly on your toes listen you there are options especially because the, the balls are so you know like you know you got to put them in so you could you could commission an artist or you know somebody to make a shoe and a sock to keep all of the testicles in nice and neat and then you put then if you want to play soccer or you want to do whatever you get some steel toed stuff and that way you're not feeling it that much
0: no that's no because it will still they'll still bounce around in there and you can't no. put okay that's like saying you play doc, soccer <laughs> with your groin like i don't care what, what kind of jock strap no, you're wearing or whatever if you throw a, a soccer ball at it you and they do kick- have
1: cups they have cups
0: yeah, but a cup it's still is it's, still hard, to, it's still hard to you can throw a baseball at a at a cup. Okay. It just hurts I'm gonna, less.
2: I'm going to throw something at you. I'm not going to throw something at you. I'm not going to just I'm going to just throw this out here real quick. You can get steel toe boots and that would solve your problem right there. That's
1: what I would, said get some duty steel now toe. Now you now
0: you just have your t- ball testicles resting on steel all day. It's, not, it's steel it's
1: What? You? Have you, you ever a worn a pair of steel toe boots. By no,
2: someone I have No, they're like just as like comfortable. At, once you get used to them, as uh, regular boots, they're just a little heavier. That's Okay, all. so you're
0: gonna wear steel toe boots when you're walking around at home. You're gonna wear steel toe boots when you're in the shower. No, but you're, you're... gonna you're gonna wear steel toe boots when you're on the beach.
2: All right, all right. I'm gonna make one co- last comment about this freaking absurd ball toes thing. My favorite movie. There is those people that train of just getting their fucking excuse my french but fucking nuts kicked in i don't know if you've ever seen them they just get their nuts kicked in they and do. like it's supposed to like build their endurance so if they get kicked in the nuts in a fight they 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 can handle it like you if you are constantly putting pressure on your toes for balance your balls toes are going to get used to it and they're not going to be sensitive anymore just like the guys who get their nuts kicked in if you just keep if you
0: keep wearing on it they're gonna they're gonna get beefy and and they're gonna get used to it, okay, we're talking about a lot about the negatives of these things, but I think there are zero positives for Baltos, but there are several positives that you could have for dick fingers like you could the, like imagine like you you would be popular sexually
1: well, if they' are little, with, then no one would like them
2: I think with Baltos you could you have more surface area to grip to stuff so you're 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 you would be harder to knock down or you would be it'd be less likely to trip
1: you're like an octopus you kind of suction to your surroundings yeah, yeah. all
0: right we're done with this <laughs> next question next question next question comes peak. from nick latimer oh good no man. i know this is bad good is man bad. Nick Latimer asks, "Would you rather pee your pants an entire shot glass amount every time you said your own name, or poop one nug or poop two nuggets every time you say the word please?" <laughs>
2: two two nuggets? nuggets. I thought it was. I thought it was one nugget. He changed. I it. thought
1: it was pebble-sized okay. shit. I thought he changed. Yes. It yeah.
0: So let me. Uh, um.
2: Let me find. I it. would. I would take. I'm going to answer out right the back. He says
0: pebble-sized shit. But two of them. So it's teeny tiny little, like rabbit sized poops every time you say your own name. Or every time you say the no, word
1: please.
2: No, Oh, man. Does please extend to every single, is it just please or is it please in every single language?
0: Um, say every, single language every single language. Every okay. single. You ask the question and then say, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm proud of myself for that
2: uh i didn't say that what
0: you said that's a good question after you asked a question
2: no i said his question was a good question oh okay um uh i i would still take the pp i guess um i mean i guess depends on how hard the pellets are you know
0: Uh, i would Um, okay he said that the size of pebbles i'm gonna say they're also the density of pebbles too Okay, I think it's I would do the poop. Bad. Yeah, I would do the poop. For yeah, sure. I think that's the right answer yeah. because, because uh, two little teeny tiny nuggets of poop. Y- it's easier to word, flick please. out. Just be rude for the rest of your life. You can't not say yeah. your name. And Honestly, a shot glass, thank you glass you a with a P, like, Thank you,
1: thank you, thank you, thank, thank you, thank you
0: thank you, you, thank you. Like two little pebbles of shit is not. is yeah. if, if you get close to it, it you might be able to detect it. But I feel like that'll be cl- easy <laughs> to clean up. you. Smelled your microphone. But a, a shot glass worth of pee. Yeah, there's shot no masking that. That is a lot of pee. Anytime you say you can't, you cannot not say your name. Like, right. yeah, you anytime, have to introduce yourself. Hey, what's people. your name? I'm, I'm. You know. Okay, guess three three syllables. Like you have to, you have to say your name. You don't have to say please. It doesn't matter. I don't care what mommy and daddy say. You can say, "Go get me the magazine now." Someone's now. gonna do it. You got aggressive. That could actually be skewed as a positive because you know what you want. You're
1: not-
0: <laughs> people aren't. People
1: just aren't gonna mess days. with the
0: guy who doesn't say please.
1: D- yeah, you know.
2: yeah, just like if you, because if if you the pee dries up in your pants, your pee pants all day, you know. And if the you poop. say if you if you go somewhere where you. You are, like, introducing yourself a lot. <laughs> you're going to be sopping wet. You're going to be
0: sopping wet. And you're going to get dehydrated because you've peed so much. Oh, yeah. And you're not chilling. drank enough water. Oh. <laughs> you just going to be the guy <laughs> who's malnourished looking and covered in piss. Like, oh you don't want that. You don't want that. Like, if you say, if you say please, like, ooh, ooh, oh, well, I said, please, whoops. You just yeah. go to the bathroom and just pick them out and just dump uh-huh. them in the toilet. Like, Kobe Bryant. <laughs> and like <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> it could be a game dude you can't make a game out of, like, peeing, out of shot Christ. glass size amount of piss so Come on. <laughs> oh.
1: Oh.
0: well I think we're all, we're all in agreement we're finally unanimous on something here um, alright this one is specifically for Ray uh, from okay. Darren Shelton okay uh, he asks uh, okay you gotta play COD but at some point you lose every game okay. you can only play COD Call of Duty. Sounds like every game, yeah. Or you play Fortnite, but you win half of the time.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, I would take COD and losing because you lose a lot in COD because people don't like people don't play it very well. <laughs> I don't know, but as long as you are, sounds like you don't play it
0: very well if you lose all the time.
2: Well, I mean, like if you're playing team deathmatch, if you look at your individual stats, and I'm always near the top, so I'm having a good time. I'm killing no, people. No, you're not. <laughs> Well not really. No you're not. But uh, I'd rather play COD than play Fortnite and still win because.
0: But you will never Fortnite. once win a game of Call of Duty in this scenario. You will, I'm fine Every with game that. you play you will lose but if, if you play Fortnite you win half the games you play. Which just is a lot for a battle royale.
2: Yeah I mean that, I mean certainly if you like Fortnite you would that would be awesome but because 50 percent win percentage is awesome in any game. That's but, like
0: uh, that's like two. That's like unheard
2: of. You're a hacker. Um, hacker. No, I, I mean, it, like, it's it's just that's assuming that. you're you're a god level player or whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I still wouldn't play for. I just don't like Fortnite. It's not. And I'm like kind of shifting away from, I guess, battle royals and and shooters in general. Uh, I've been playing a lot more like RPGs. I played Final Fantasy XV, which is very very fun. I've been playing Snowman Sky, like I said, very snowman fun. Sky. <laughs> <Snowman's> Sky. <laughs> <laughs> Snowman's uh, no, snowman Sky. Snowman Sky. No man's skies. Snowman
0: Sky is just a it's, snowing simulator. Yep. So sometimes you're a snowman really and you blustered. gotta you gotta travel and find the snow yep. or else you'll melt. Oh, you're gonna melt.
1: melt.
2: Um. Yeah. No. It. I. Fortnite is is. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, it's trash. It's bad. Um, so yeah, I could not play it. I would lose every game in COD. It's, I'm still like, if I'm just shooting people, like I, I, like uh, there was times yeah, you get mad because people are. It just gets frustrating. You just turn it off. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> I turn feel it like off and don't I play it. I
0: would be very willing to play. I would play Fortnite pretty much all the time if it didn't have the building mechanic in it. Uh, and I know that for a fact, because I play Realm Royale sometimes, and that is basically what that game is. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's like, it's just, it's kind of like PUBG, but it's just cartoony and simple and whatever.
2: Uh, I don't know.
0: But, but yeah, I did the, the building mechanic in Fortnite has totally turned me off to it. Although I am also like, just kind of, against, kind of against games that just totally ape off of another game's like style, which is why I have never gotten into any other Battle Royales except for PUBG. Right. Um, All right. I'm just not into it. I'm not into that thing. I just, like, yeah. figure figure it out on your own, you biatch.
2: Yeah. Wow. The, novel, the novelty of Warzone even wore out real quick. Um, so, I would say uh, I would still take Call of Duty because, I mean, I played Team Deathmatch. It's still fun, you know, especially if you don't pl- if you're just playing music and just, you know, not really caring. It could still be fun. And you'll lose. Who cares? Um, But Fortnite... is not a fun game to play uh it's very cartoony that's not what I really look for in in shooters I guess it's like I don't know I like Overwatch is different Overwatch is a more cartoony game but it's way funner um but you know I don't know I can't I can't deal with Fortnite it's just and it's like also like a lot of the uh player base is not the kind of player base I like to play with uh anyway so yeah sorry it would have to be Call of Duty and I just muted anyway so what about you
1: uh, the Sims
0: great alright guys well we're almost to the end of our show but before wow. we do uh, I know it went by fast uh, but before we do we have a game that I put together oh. it is called what is that weird summer tradition <laughs> what is this song? <laughs> it's a good song man Okay. That is the theme for this show. Uh, all right. Uh, all right, guys. So here is how the game works. Uh, I'm going to give you a description of a weird summer tradition from around the world, uh, but I'm not going to give you multiple choice. You have to guess what it is, uh, and whoever I deem to be the closest, uh, it will be the winner. And guess what winner... country it is? or No, no, no. Guess what the, tradi- the tradition is. Oh, okay. Um, and the winner, you will be happy to know, wins a cash prize. Oh, money so, of three dollars via the Cash App. Uh, so, look forward to that.
2: Not even three dollars <laughs> and thirty cents. It's just three dollars. So you're gonna get like three
0: dollars and zero cents, baby. <laughs> All right. So here are, is round one. For 13 years, oh wait, hold on, round one
1: noise? Uh, what, what's a good round one noise? Ding, ding, ding. Round one. Or a guy going, round one. Fight!
0: Round one. For 13 <laughs> years, people have been gathering in Times Square's Broadway Pedestrian Plaza to celebrate the summer solstice. They do this by gathering and doing something. The belief being that when the sun is at its apex, it creates a universal force and centers you, along with inducing a sense of fortification and absolute peace. What is it that these people do?
1: Ray, uh,
0: or whoever, whoever wants to go first.
1: I'm gonna say like sunbathing and suntanning. Sunbathing and sun well, and or
0: suntanning. Okay. Yeah, Ray.
1: whichever. Ray, what about you? What you What do you think?
0: Yoga. Raymond says yoga. Lauren says sunbathing or sun tanning. The correct answer is yoga. Oh, wow. That is absolutely correct. Wow. Yes, the answer is yoga. They get together. They all do yoga in this Broadway pedestrian plaza. And uh, they, they connect with the universal force that centers them. It's very nice. All right. Round two. Yeah. All right. The San Diego Fair serves up some weird grub during the summer months, including this treat that is described as a quote, taste conflict of sweet and savory that are not complimentary and don't register at the same time. The confusion in your mouth is weird and awesome. End quote. Uh, what is this sweet and savory treat?
1: Where is it, San Diego?
0: San Diego.
1: Okay. Oh, God. It's a sweet and savory treat? It is a combination
0: of sweet and savory. Two different food items that are combined into making one weird, confusing, but surprisingly good treat.
1: Oh, God. This is hard.
0: Remember, you don't have to get it exactly right. You just need to be the closest of the two.
1: Okay. You can go ahead, Ray, if you have an idea.
2: Um sweet and savory. I mean, what's what's a weird sweet and savory mix that would still be good. I mean uh
1: I'm I'm thinking it's like an ice cream fish taco.
0: An ice cream fish taco. Okay.
1: Yeah. Something like That's
0: that. That's a good guess. That is a yeah. good guess. That is uh, a good guess.
1: They like their
2: fish tacos. Over there, I don't know. I don't know enough about San Diego to guess. Uh, like, yeah,
1: that's why I'm going off of fish tacos. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, I guess. Uh, I, I have no idea. I guess steak and I'm gonna guess steak and raspberry. Steak and raspberry—that actually does no
0: sound idea. good, like a Swedish food. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, know, yeah. I apologize, you are both wrong, Yeah. but the correct answer is a Krispy Kreme donut Sloppy Joe sandwich. Oh, God,
2: that sounds disgusting.
0: Yeah, it does sound really bad, uh, but it's a tradition over there uh, in, the, in San Diego Fairs. Um, Sloppy I, Joe
2: Krispy Kreme sandwich. I don't know who. That yeah, like doesn't sound I, good.
0: I think I'm going to go with Lauren's answer. Yeah,
2: that's a better guess, I think.
0: It it was a closer – it wasn't – Raymond, you were right that it was beef. But Lauren, I think, was on the right track of that it's a combination of a a traditional dessert with a traditional – food yeah.
2: item. I went uh, with like a weird Swedish type style dish. That, <laughs>
0: your, yours, I would eat. That sounds amazing. I, that's steak what I'm saying. and I'm like,
2: raspberries? Steak and raspberries or steak and berries probably would be good. I would like do. a steak
0: and like a like a raspberry jam type thing?
2: Yeah, like a breaded steak or something like that. would. probably Oh, go God, well.
0: man. Oh, I think I might make that. That sounds good. That oh, sounds man. good. Like a pulverized raspberry. Mm-hmm. Alright. Alright. Lauren, okay, so our score is one, one two, one. Two, one round three all right (laughs) every summer california residents gather to celebrate the bane of a mythical beast's existence with the guilfroy blank festival this popular food festival features three days of great food live entertainment and family fun uh so guess what the mythical beast is and what the item that is celebrated
2: is what, what country was it, or what place is it? Stop. This is
0: California.
2: California.
1: Okay. So we have to guess the beast, and then what
0: the, what the food is? It's, it's, I'm not, it's not necessarily food, but it is something that they celebrate. It could be food, it could not be
1: food. I'm not going to tell you what. So wait, what are we guessing, then?
0: Okay. Every summer, California residents gather to celebrate the bane of what mythical beast existence with the Guilfroy Blank Festival. So they we have to guess
1: what the mythical beast is oh, that they are. And that then it, what the festival is. Yes. Okay. I'm going to go for... No. Shit, hold on.
0: Are you Googling the answer, Ray?
2: No, I'm not. I'm thinking about it.
0: Uh, Talk it out.
2: Okay. I don't... That's I gotta tell you, I don't know. That's uh, that's a stump. Um, like, what's a like? I'm again. I'm trying to like think of a regional mythical creature in California. It's like a chupacabra or something like
0: that. I it's don't know. Not, it's not local to California.
2: Oh well, it's okay. I'll, I guess I'll take a guess. Uh, what, a, so, a mythical creature, uh, the bane of. A mythical creature is...
0: It is an item that fends off this mythical creature.
2: Oh.
1: Oh, I think I know what it is then.
2: Uh, Is it a a sword festival? And what is the creature? A dragon. Okay.
1: Oh, see, I was going to say dragon, but it was a fire festival.
0: Okay. Is that both of your guys' answers? Yeah. I
2: think that's about as good as we're going to get. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, oh sorry guys it is actually the Gilfroy garlic festival to fend off vampires, vampires. oh
1: my goodness I thought you
0: might have, I thought you were gonna get that one more and I had I had I had a feeling for you and you didn't get it
1: I don't uh, know I don't but, lie.
0: um I think I'm not gonna give it to either of you <laughs> because yeah. you guys we are basically the left. same answer and yeah. you're yeah. still tied and we have one round left uh, so okay. whoever gets this one right
2: sudden uh, so- death.
0: Round four. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. This one, maybe you guys have heard of this one, so it might be a winner for you guys. I've never heard of it, though. So in Indiana, true Hoosiers wait and bait it, with bated breath for the winner of the Indy 500 to take play to for someone to win the Indy 500. So this epic celebration can happen in, in which the winner of the Indy 500 celebrates their victory by doing what?
1: Oh, no. I don't know. Um,
0: I have a guess. What's your guess? Eat corn. They eat corn. Yeah. Um, so they get to the end of the line. They get to the end of the race. They get out of their car, and they just – and the crowd's roaring, and they just <laughs> – <hear. laughs> I don't know. Indiana is full of corn. I don't know. Okay.
1: All right. Eat corn. Um. So they right when they're done with the Indy 500, this is what they, they get do. out. They are the winners. They get out of their car. Crowd is roaring. I and swear to God, do. I've
2: heard, I've heard, I've heard of a weird thing like that, and I'm trying to recall what it was, and I don't. It's not. I don't. It's probably not Indy corn. but
1: um, I'm gonna say, e gosh, hmm. I don't know, I'm just gonna say they, they drink champagne. I I'm gonna okay.
2: I'm gonna i to change my answer.
1: Okay.
2: No, it's not that.
0: They celebrate ah. raucous celebration. Uh I, drink milk? <laughs> I have no idea. Alright. So we have drink milk and drink champagne. You're kind of right, Ray. They pour milk all over themselves.
2: I I swear I swear to God, I've seen. That's it sounded familiar. Like what? It's like a it's like a you know when you're a celebration. I'm like oh, I they do something with milk somewhere in the country with NASCAR. I don't know where it's at. I have heard of something. They
0: pour milk on themselves.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They pour I milk on themselves. Milk.
0: The winner of the Indy Five Hundred. I mean, I'm sure they do some ingesting of it as well.
2: Yeah, the thing I think I saw was him like pouring it all over Newt's drink.
0: Yeah. So yeah, the winner of the Indy 500. Ray's 500, right. Which means Ray is the winner. Yay! Uh,
2: useless facts.
0: Yeah. Good job, Ray. <laughs> which means uh, Ray wins three dollars. Can I instead
2: <laughs> just get a wallet size photo of Carl Weezer T pose? I think that'll be around the same, same money, same, <laughs> same amount of money. Value. Yeah, yes.
1: I'd rather yeah, have can. a
2: wallet wallet size or like a desk size, like where I can put in a frame of Carl Carl Weezer T pose. For those of you oh. at home,
1: Michael's zoom right. background is oh, Carl. Oh, people Wieser do not 30. like you not
0: taking the money. All right, oh. <laughs> so, guys, come on, Carl Weezer T pose.
1: Well, guys,
0: that is how you play. What is that weird summer tradition? Jesus. All right, guys. That is our show. Thank you guys both for being here. Yeah. uh, On this new version of the Michael Friday Hour. I had fun. I had fun, too. If Um, you guys want to ask questions, hashtag AskMDBH on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever.
2: Or text me at 313-444-4444.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And Lauren, did you have anything to add? You sounded like you were gonna say something. Uh
1: no, just just treat everyone with kindness. Yeah.
0: Do that. <laughs> All right, guys. We will be back next week with more fun. Have a good day. Bye bye. 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 The Michael Dupree Variety Hour is powered by Pinecast and is a member of the Planet Ant Podcast Network. If you like what you heard today, give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts if you're so inclined. And uh, follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.
1: Right.